0: Listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Let him go! 40 Talk coming up. James Graham, Wendell Saylor. Today, top of the show, we're discussing that shoulder injury from Jerome Luai and what that means for the Panthers' finals hopes in
1: 2023. Also, Melbourne Storm superstar Ryan Pappenhausen. He's back. We're going to see where he's going to play. Is he going to start? Is he going to be off the bench? We'll tell you.
0: And welcome to the latest edition of Footy Talk, a listener podcast. I am James Graham, joined
1: by Wendell Saylor. Del, how are we going, mate? Lots to talk about. Plenty to talk about football this time of the year. Um, Suspensions, injuries. Obviously, the Panthers got beaten by the Eels. Um, South Sydney, there's lots to talk about. And that's what I love about rugby league. There's never a boring down rugby league. There sure isn't, Del. There sure isn't. And
0: like you say, it was a shock Yesterday, 32 points to 18 for the
1: Parramatta Eels, but perhaps more importantly, the fallout from that game. All attention now on Jerome Luai. Yeah, unfortunate with uh, Jerome Luai, with his shoulder, that's going to be, he's going to have to have some medical, someone look at that and see how long he's going to be out for, whether it's two weeks, whether it's six weeks, whether it's a season. Who knows, Man, We don't know. We're not doctors. But you could just see how uncomfortable he was when the injury happened.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It was an innocuous action, wasn't it? He was going for the the try, the non-ball carrying arm reaching out to support his weight, going down for the try and his face. It it told the story that things weren't good. All reports a dislocation. It did go back in from my limited uh, experience in doctor training. uh, The quicker it gets back in, the better. So that's positive signs. But without Jerome Luai, how how disruptive could this be for the Penrith Panthers? Let's take worst case scenario and he doesn't play again this season. How bad is that for the Penrith Panthers?
1: Yeah, that's very bad because you know, you've know you got a spine over the last couple of years. I know there's no epic out there, but you've got a spine with Cleary, obviously Dylan Edwards and Jerome Luai, who have been the core of that spine, and they get the job done. Uh, and Luai also, he's an enigma, I suppose, you know, and uh, he's one of those players that, that you like to play with, you hate to play against, and, and, you know, you'd have to replace him with someone like Jack Hogger, who doesn't have the same, I suppose, um, you know, star power.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think what Jerome brings is is obviously his uh, amazing football ability when he's on the park, but I think he's a big driver of the culture uh, within the Penrith Panthers organisation. Whether you like it or you don't, whether you're a fan of the Boombacks or not, he is a big instigator. He is one of the ringleaders there within that organisation. And I just wonder how much they'll miss him. I guess if you were... An outsider looking in, if you were going to pick one person to go from the spine out of those big three influential players, I'm talking Edwards, Luai, and Cleary, you would say, oh, we'll manage the loss of Luai better than Cleary and Edwards. So all is not lost in this. I really sincerely hope that Luai is available to play. I think looking at the result yesterday... Penrith miss the, the combination of their fully fit back five. Yesterday, there was no Edwards, no Taruva, and no Isaac Tango. So that's three of their starting back five that were missing, and I think that had a big effect on the result, especially with Mike Acibo scoring four tries. We saw Toto come up with the indecision on an edge, but I think that's uh, one of his regular centers in, in Crichton or Tango there. He doesn't make that read.
1: Yeah, certainly. You're right. There's, a, there's a, a trust and a combination between a centre and a winger. And you know, I've always spoken about this, and I know, you know I work with Ryan Girdle, and we talked about that centre-winger combination, that trust. And if you don't have that trust, you make decisions like Brian To'o did uh, last night in the game. He was rushing out because he knew he had a younger sort of centre there. He hasn't played a lot of football with you. Even though you train, it's not the same as game simulation. So he made a few decisions, Brian To'o, which he would normally never make, you know. We know he's quite a classy winger but uh, he didn't trust his inside man and and that put him under pressure
0: yeah and, and you know probably going on a bit expert level about playing the winger some of the cues that people give or the talk or the communication if Crichton was on the inside of him or Isaac Tango or, or one of the more experienced guys you know year, years gone by in, in Matt Burton or whoever it may be the communication is always there sure. and then also the little cues of if you turn your shoulders or your foot slightly one way or the other then you react from that and perhaps that is a bit of a reason and just on how deep those
1: connections those combinations go yeah you know like as a as a centre on that like you, know, you know if you're going to jam in you know when you jam in mate the center's going to have your back you know i made mean, a play with Darren Smith and Steve Runoff and those guys you know little intricacies that are going to help you sort of stop the play and um, you know Toto just sort of went out there on a mission to sort of try you know as Wayne Bennett used to say if you're going to if you're going to jam in you got to go all in you got to stop the play and, and they didn't last night
0: look Penrith Panthers, I think, top two is sealed. It's hard to see the Warriors uh, catching them. Uh, they could equal their points, but not points differential. I think that's too far ahead of them. Do you think the Panthers will rest their superstars next week going
1: into that Cowboys clash? Well, they could because Ivan Cleary's always got a plan, so he might just think, you know, I'm going to rest some players. I just I, I just think you should place full complement of players now. A little hiccup here tonight. Um, you know, he's rested some players. Get all your players back on track because a lot of them, a lot of your big stars have had a bit of a rest, whether they've been injured or suspended. So I reckon he needs to go all in next week mate, and go in with real like real confidence in that last game because you want to drop two games going into the final series.
0: Yeah, that's the danger now, isn't yeah. not it? That they go into finals off the back of two defeats. Yep. Should they choose to to rest some players, they're going to come up against a highly motivated Cowboys team next right. week that need a win. Uh, so. I'm with you I think they need to play their full complement sure. of, of players again let's look at worst case scenario do the broncos now become the favorites if luai is, is ruled out I perhaps had them uh, as f- for me in my opinion a slight favorites anyway due to the style of football that they play uh, but now with, with luai out that uh, maybe the, the average punter feels the same way
1: no I, I'm still I'm still saying the panthers are premiership favorites I look like, the broncos for me Look, I want the Broncos to win, and I think, you know, they can do a job when they get there. But they haven't – I haven't seen anything in the finals. from They haven't played finals for a long time um, or for a couple of years, and then I, I want to see what they do in the final series. mate. And at the moment, no Adam Reynolds next week, obviously. I don't know if I trust them yet. I know they've got, you know, some expertise here. They've got some great forwards and Haas and Carrigan, obviously Reece Welsh at the back. So I just want to see um, what they can do. Katoni Staggs, who I really enjoy – but I want to see their style of football is good. I don't know what they're going to do in the finals. I want to see that first.
0: Yeah, can it stand up in the face of mm. the big P yes. pressure with everything on the line? It's it's going to be interesting to watch and I'm really excited to see yeah. this Brisbane Broncos team play finals football in September. The Parramatta Eels, however, they were the, the team that got to the big dance last year. They've... You know, they've gone from the, the grand final to, to not making the eight barring uh, a rugby league miracle of biblical proportions. Where did it go? all go wrong well, for the Parramatta? They've
1: beaten the Panthers twice. Yeah, I know. I think for me, but I think it started on this season. I'm not going to blame the guy, but when Ryan Madison's taken three-game suspension, that sets, that sets a bad standard uh, at the club. Like, he's taking the fine rather than... He should have paid the fine to play those games. He can ill afford to lose those three games. He's one of their, their better players. They just haven't got into a rhythm all year. You know, we've seen obviously Dylan Brown's gone through some stuff and then, um, you know, Mitch Moses has been injured, Regan Campbell-Gillard. But also they lost two or three classy players, two or three really classy players to other clubs that, that you want to keep them, but they couldn't afford to keep them. And I reckon that sort of dented their um, hopes through the top eight. I still had them them around sixth or seventh.
0: I agree. I didn't think uh, they'd be as strong as they were last season, but I thought they'd have enough to make the eight. And it's just a a couple of small things or small issues that have all compounded up to to create this uh, situation now where Paramatterials don't make the finals, Dell. I agree with you 100 on Ryan Mattison's decision, mm. but have also I've got to challenge the leaders at Parramatta for allowing him to make that decision. That's right. If I'm there, Dell, I say, unlucky pal, you ain't taking the games. Yeah, you're paying the money. That's I right. don't care. I just, I just, I, I honestly, I just tell him
1: no. Yeah. I'd refuse it. That's right. I, I I'd completely refuse I it. I couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe that when I saw that, I was going, "This is not right, mate." Like, mate, you're an origin player. Mate, you're a premiership player. They need you. Pay the fine. Mate, I'm sure you'll you'll get that back. That just sets, for me, if a bloke's doing that, it means that he's, he's not all in. Del, you talk a lot of sense. But we'll be back right after this break for some more
0: common sense from Wendell Saylor. Hello, and welcome back to Footy Talk, a listener podcast. I'm your host, James Gray, joined by another. And Wendell Saylor, here we are, part two. The Sam Berger story, the removal of him, however you want to word it, sacking, standing down, stepping away from his duties as the assistant coach in the South Sydney Rabbitohs organisation with a bye into round 27. Not much time to go in the season, Del. Did it come as a shock to you?
1: Yeah, it certainly did. You we—we know, we, I saw him a couple of weeks ago, same with you, up in Cairns, and uh, he was going great. And and they, would, you know, they did a job on the Dragons up there. They didn't play great football. But, you know, what I like about Sam Burgess when I watch him um, coach and around the boys, he's got that intensity. And I think, you know, we, we've spoken about it before, mate he drives standards. And I think you, you've you been at the cornerstone of that and you've seen it as as his teammate and, and as one of his best mates.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I was uh, very fortunate to, to play alongside Sam in a, a number of uh, test matches for, for both England and Great Britain. And uh, if there's one thing that Sam Burgess despises, mm. it's uh, it's what he refers to as shit practice yeah i remember we were on a camp in south africa before the 2013 world cup and he was livid at the standard of a training session it taught me a lot actually Dell, because i was kind of like mate look we'll get over it we're a relatively new group and he's like no mate this is not acceptable yeah me and a couple of the other leaders they were just trying to help him out and work, work through that but he's a man that really drives those standards and i think as well the reason he's, he is so hard on this mm. because he realises South Sydney can do something. If this was just a, a run-of-the-mill team that you were going to exist in the finals and not really do anything, I think he he realises that this team is underperforming yep. and it would be a shame to waste. It's an, I honestly think if this team doesn't play finals in my time here in the NRL, it would be the biggest waste of talent and potential that I've witnessed hit since since I've been on these shows since 2012. I can't recall a team yeah. with as much potential as South Sydney not making the
1: eighth. No, no, I agree. I think when they're on, you know, that left side's lethal. Alex Johnson plays well. You know, you've got the big forwards there. Uh, Keon Matangi. Uh, he's a player that I really enjoy watching and just, I, and, you know, young Ilias, I like watching him at halfback, but I just, you know, I think they've won three or four games out of the last 10 or something. They've just, it hasn't been great for them. It just, I don't know, there's something missing. There's something not right there. And obviously I'm certainly not blaming Cody Walker and Latrell Mitchell, but, there's just it, they just don't seem to be playing as as a team, and you know I could be wrong. Next week they might get together and they might they might go siege, metali- siege mentality.
0: Well, well, this could be the catalyst for change, couldn't it? And 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 sometimes we see a group really come together when they're under pressure. And that's the message that I would be sending if I was Jason Dimitri about lads. This you're wasting an opportunity here, and there's nothing worse as a former player yep. that's been in positions where you think what a waste that season was. If only. If only we'd have yep. pulled our finger out. The, the, those Souths boys like Damian Cook, Cameron Murray, Campbell yep. Graham, Latrell Mitchell, Cody Walker, Totola, Tom Burgess—they don't want to be looking back in years to come and thinking, "What if? That, yeah. What an absolute waste yep. of an opportunity here!" And you know. A lot gets made of of Latrell Mitchell. I was I was only thinking about this the other day. Love what he brings, and you know the the arguments there about whether or not he's all in or how much um, level of commitment he brings. He's a phenomenal footballer, but you look back to last weekend and where he misses that goal,
1: the conversion from in front of the sticks. I know that's execution. That's attention to detail. Concentration
0: and, and. Look, South's really missed him when he wasn't there. I yep. think they were waiting for him to come back and perhaps us in the media, we're waiting for Latrell to rediscover that form and we've got to forgive him perhaps for, for only being back a couple of weeks. But I think he's not going to play uh, next
1: week. He's taken that early suspension. That's but right. If they make finals, they need him. Yeah, it's 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 the right decision. Um, but once again, just the frustration. I haven't seen that level of frustration from Latrell since he had a go Joey Joey Joe Manu, you know, that year, like when he went like Berserker that year.
0: I, I still thought he should have fought it and I thought he would have won, but oh well, self have made their call. Uh on to more positive news. Speaking of returns, uh, Ryan Pappenhausen looks set to come back from over. 12 months away from that horrible, fractured knee cap, which was in, I think, about 12 places. Yeah. Bizarre injury. How good is it going to be to see the Storm have him run onto that field, arguably in the 14-row? We're not exactly sure where he'll play or how he will fit in, but it's just his presence, the boost he would give, it'd be absolutely sensational for those Storm boys.
1: Well, I'm hearing that up there in Queensland. He's come through, obviously, the Q Cup there, or the host Place cup, and uh, he's done a really good job, and it's a nice place for him to come back without having that pressure, because it tests you out a little bit. I know my young boy plays on that, and I've watched it a few times, and it's a great stepping stone, obviously, a lot of feeder club for a lot of uh, NRL clubs, but... Mate, Pappenhausen, you'd have him on the bench. We know he's a Clive Churchill winner. And I was reading something today uh, when Jerome Hughes goes. He just thought, oh, you know, I've got him covered here. And he reckons he just got me outside. And he goes, mate, he just burned him. Like, he said, there's no problems with Papi, he's, he's he's still got it. So, I mean, that's great, you know. Well, Jerome, Jerome Hughes isn't slow, but it's one of those things where I love reading that sort of stuff because this is one of those things that can make or break uh, your career.
0: He's got it. He's back. And, and watch out for the Storm come finals time, oh, Dave. Yeah they've not been at their Melbourne Storm style best, yeah. they're still going to look likely to finish in the top four and with Pappenhausen firing, Hughes firing, Munster firing, Grant firing, they're going to be a dangerous team. Oh, they, you don't want to mess yeah. with
1: them come finals time, Dale. Yeah, they can click big Nelson too, big Nelson coming off the back rafters, you know, that's what you want. And, uh, mate, Melbourne Melbourne are a side, as we saw last night with Parramatta, Melbourne are a side that can take you out of your comfort zone. They can play expansive, they can play you through the middle, and they can take those, like, you know, someone like James Fisher-Harris, you can take him on. Big Nelson will love that challenge. You know, they've got a couple of forwards who can take him on there. Big Katoa. But, yeah, but you've got to have the firepower out wide to take him on too. And that's exactly what Parramatta did.
0: Yeah, well, the finals are only a week away. Excited, oh, excited. for that. How good is it? The season almost over. Yeah. But the finals around the corner, the most exciting part. Del, that's it from me and you, mate. Thanks for a great show.
1: Always good to see you, mate. Last time I saw you was in Cairns, mate. You're having a good time over there, brother.